If you are listening to us on Friday, August 14th, or before evening time on Saturday, August 15th, this episode of the Comedy Zone podcast is presented by the Comedy Get Down, August 15th at Time Warner Cable Arena in Charlotte, North Carolina. Tickets available through Ticketmaster. From the Comedy Zone at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Spencer Taylor. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. Right back at you another week. Hello, hello. We're here with Spencer Taylor and producer Brian, and I'm Will. And we got another special guest who has his, his headphones on, but we have, what's his name? <laughs> his name's Cal. I brought my ward. Yeah. Three-year-old I watch. Little Cal is here. Spencer, uh, her, her, the, the young man, <laughs> she nannies, is uh, in the building today playing with some... Uh, He's got an iPad. He 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 rocks that thing. He's oh, he way better at technology than I am. Wow. When I was young, we just had an Etch-A-Sketch. No, he's he got an iPad. He's all he's all decked out. He's got an iPad. He's got his headphones on. He's real pumped to wear headphones. Yeah, I, he looks real comfortable like that. Yeah. He, so he can't hear what we're saying. I don't think so. Are you sure? Hey, Cal. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> as he looks up in response to his name being called, he can't hear what we said. We we might traumatize him today. No. Uh, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> he's been with Spencer this long, so I know he's he'll be fine. Exactly. Uh, exciting day. I just had. Um, Man, what can what? we just start out? Yeah. So the podcast starts at like 10 a.m. Right. <laughs> and so that means Will Jacobs comes at 10 15 <laughs> every time. Yeah. And so we get here. I'm here bright and early, you know, with the kid. And then Will's like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, got to go pee. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? Like a hundred minutes later? Yeah. <laughs> well, Jacob yeah. emerges looking traumatized. Yeah. Looking a little like well, you had an experience. Well, here, here was the thing was because they're doing uh, construction here uh-huh. in the men's bathroom. They're doing something in there. I had to go use the woman's bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I've never been in the woman's bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I took, I took a minute or two <laughs> soaking it all in. Like I could first of all, I couldn't believe how much better it looks than the men's than where we have to go. Mm. So now I'm like. If you do anything in your life to the men listening, use a woman's public restroom. Just, Just it once. will blow up. It, Preferably when there are not women in there. That's right. To not That's, yeah, them. you don't want to. Yeah. You don't, or, or put a wig on and go anyway. But you, <laughs> Spencer, you if you walk into a men's bathroom, you would be like, oh, my I've God. I've been in a men's bathroom. And you have not been struck by the difference? Well, I, I guess it was a single person bathroom. It wasn't like a multiple person bathroom. When I was really little, my dad would take me into the men's bathroom and tell me to stare at the wall. Oh wow! And so I had to sit in the corner. Like as a punishment, or just oh, as I guess to not see penises. I don't. Oh <laughs> I would yeah. Assume. Uh, yeah. What well, I said. Yeah, that's good. Da- I guess that's good, Daddy. That's yeah. Good, yeah. So I'd have to I, stand. I I'd have he'd have to see my feet under the stall, and I or like I'd have to stand at the wall. Yeah. And stare at it. Well, that was so. That was what took me part of the time, and then um, I spent the first minute being struck by that, and then the rest of the time, my number one turned out to be a, a, a number two. Uh, I didn't plan is on that. Is that what just happened? That's so that might have been a number four. Oh, okay. I mean, that was a two times Wait, two. So you man. were let, let me get this. Straight. So when that happens, you say your number one turned into a number two. Were you standing up? And uh, you're like, oh dear. I walked in standing up and said, oh dear, and made a beeline for the stall. Okay. So he's, I didn't know if this was a. That's yeah. why you took so long. There was a cleanup incident. Oh or no, something no, like it that. wasn't. It wasn't that bad. But I made because I went. You know, I host the open mic. 
Um, yeah. And I went there last night. And I have this thing where for like I eat pretty good during the day. I might have just some fruit, a very light lunch, like a lean cuisine, maybe something like that. And then at night, if I want to let loose a little bit, I will because I haven't taken in too many calories during the day. Mm -hmm. So yesterday was one of those days and I hit spin class. So I burned another five to seven hundred calories. Yeah. So I was like, I'm doing all right coming into the night. Well, I go to the comedy club and eat like this blackened shrimp scampi thing. I love angel hair pasta. That's it's my so thing. It's so good. Yo, it's so good. It's my favorite kind of pasta. Yes. if you Exactly. I will take fettuccines and stuff at the restaurant and say, do you have angel hair? Make it with that. Yeah. So that's so my good. thing. So I ate that. And then we drank, hung out. You know how we do after the, you know how we, so we hung out to like two in the morning at the, at the spot. Jeez. Then on the way home, somehow I am driving and the next second I'm at McDonald's. I don't know, like, it's like an Uber, but I drove. Like, I don't know how I got there, but I just woke up. And it must be what drug addicts go through. Like, one minute you're headed home, the next minute you're buying crack. <laughs> and they're like, oh, man. Yeah, happened? like, oh, how is this happening again? Brian's just nodding his head. You're right. A drug addict, Brian? Whatever your addiction there. is, yeah. right? Yeah. Whatever your addiction is, it's like that. Yeah. So it's just this blur of time, and then I'm, I'm ordering. And I'm like, I'll just get a cheeseburger. And then you say little silly stuff to yourself like, okay, well, I'm just going to eat half the cheeseburger. And just a couple of fries. Forget it. Forget it. So, of course, I tore the cheeseburger up, ate the fries, and woke up this morning and said, uh-oh, I got bubble guts. <laughs> I'm going to have bubble guts. And when I get the bubble guts, it goes for hours. Yeah. Like, I, I just, you know, I hit the bathroom, and then I get a brief respite, and then I'm back at it. I feel like people listening can can tell can tell everyone Will Jacobs' bathroom, like, stuff. Yeah. Like they know they know your schedule. Yeah. You talk about it every week. <laughs> every week you I, talk, I, we know what makes you sick, we know what makes you tick. Yeah. That's well, you know, and, and a part of it is too, as a married man, I don't have a man cave because we don't have a big house or anything. So the bathroom is my man cave. So I'm there in a lot of the mornings I'm just sitting there. Why do why do only men get a cave? Uh because the rest of the house is the woman's cave. I mean the, the rest of the house looks like y'all want it. The rest of the house yeah. pretty much smells like you want it. You take all the drawers. In the closet. That's the only thing we got left is a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. You go through that, Brian? No, that's, that's, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's so yeah. the woman's, the woman's cave is the rest of the house. Oh, I'm not much of a decorator or anything like that. I don't really have furniture. So mm. I, I would want my own cave, is what I'm saying. Oh, what, what, what would be in your Spencer cave? I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have specific hobbies or anything. I, I don't know. Uh, stuff? Stuff. Uh, what would be in my cave? Oh, video games. I really like. To play video games. Oh, yeah. I like to play Call of Duty a lot, so. do Are you really good? Um, I was, I, I haven't played since college, but I played mm. for hours a day. There's like one day I played eight straight hours. Wow. Well, and by one day, I mean pretty much every Saturday all through college. <laughs> 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 I was a little addicted. Mm -hmm. So, oh, I guess I'd have like a, a whole bunch of video game stuff that was just for me. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. So not a bunch of flowery. You don't strike me as like. The no. flowery, floral print, pink kind of chick. No, that's a, I, I don't, I don't, I'm lazy. Yeah. I'm too lazy to get dressed up. <laughs> I'm too lazy to do my hair, as you can see. I just, I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to decorate things. Yeah. My sister's a decorator, and I just, ah, oh, ugh. Does she like look at you? So, does she look at you sometimes? Like, oh my god, come oh, on, Spencer. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> She's like, really, this is what you're doing with your hair in your life? And I'm like, huh, oh, whatever. Yeah, this is what I do. Yeah. Spencer's got like a. If you, if you've never seen Spencer. A lot of days she has like a Lisa Bonet vibe. Mm -hmm. If you yeah, remember Lisa yeah. Bonet from the Cosby show, like Spencer has oh that God. vibe. You know what I mean? Like the the hair, the look, the demeanor. Agree, yeah, 100%. Free spirit kind of deal. Like, And some women will look at her and say, oh, my God, 
you're so pretty. There's so much potential. Would you would you just yeah. you know take a you know? But Spencer does. Spencer marches to her own beat, man. I'm just I'm lazy. <laughs> lazy. I've always been thing. lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for like getting my nails done. What's the point? I don't I don't understand any of it. No. Well, you got to do it sometimes, right? For special Not my, like, occasions. My hand nails? No, because then it gets messed up in two seconds, and I'm like, well, there was $25 I could have used on like beer yeah. or food. I saw you one time. You were somewhere with like uh, farmer's trousers on, like a, a, uh, a yeah. denim. Oh, yeah. My overalls? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just had on over. I, I mean, like overalls. I was like, this girl got on overalls tonight. <laughs> Denim overalls. There, what's wrong with overalls? It was right with overalls. That's oh, the everything? better question. They're super simple. Super. And they're real comfortable. Spencer, a lot of things are super simple. Hey, I like. Moo-moos are super simple. I mean, a I lot of things. I would rock a moo-moo. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I don't. You're, you're just a guy who likes to get dressed up. So you know what? Like you Honestly, I, I. You're yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit of that. But you know what? I'm so it, well, part of it is because because, you know, being an attorney, you never know where you're going to see a client or you never know when you're going to see a judge out and about. So part of that is I had to I had to have a certain appearance I had all the time. I, I wasn't so. like this before because in college I was just a Q. Like you might see me go to go in gold boots and purple hospital scrubs and a tank top to class. Like oh. that was college, but then once I graduated and you know got into my field, it required me to dress up some. So. I, ho- I really hope that was an actual outfit. You're just quite you. You seem like you picked it out of Spencer, the air, but that was. If I tell you some of the Tuesday stuff outfit. I used to wear, yeah, I, I I still have my purple scrubs. Yeah. Yes, and I would wear them like all the time. Why do you have scrubs? I mean, well, with the cues, anything that was purple and gold kind of went. So it's just anything or Goodness fatigues. Gracious. We'd wear like fatigue shorts with like the back pockets ripped out. You see booty cheeks. Like we didn't. We just didn't care yeah, like it was just <laughs> yeah. like we were always ready to step hop or wrestle at all times like any any at any point it could break out so you just had to be ready you had to have your gear on so but now nah, it was well, yeah that, like, we could do we'll do a whole segment on our college experiences oh yeah that would be that would be a good spencer one. and will in college and, we'll, 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 and brian in college but i feel like i just i just spoil alert told my entire college experience. Yeah, <laughs> did that like already happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just playing video games. With that, that was know, a lot we'll of talk it. about it. I, I lived with guys mostly, and so that'll, that'll, be, that'll be fun. That's part of probably why you're so cool, too, is... Well, not... not Well, you have to live with guys to be you cool. You hear that? I'm cool. No, no. But, but I mean cool... Yeah, cool yeah. to men. You know, like a men kind of cool. Like, oh, you could chill with her. Like, because yeah. you're used right. to being around dudes. Yeah. That would be it. No, oh, that I, I have no idea. Probably, I, I've always been just very chill. Yeah, yeah. Even as well. a little baby, like oh, just giving nobody chill. problems. Yeah, no, I was very, I was just quiet and sat there, and mm-hmm. I was chill. My my parents used to drive from uh, New York to Florida every year, and I would never complain. To visit from, relatives, or yeah, something? to visit some okay. friends and stuff like that. Never complain. Just very quiet. Uh, depending, like fourteen hours, I guess. And you, and and you were how old? Um, we started it when I was one, and no problems. Yeah, just chill, man. <laughs> wow, I don't like to get stressed out. I get stressed out. That's why I'm chill most of the time, I guess. Because when I'm stressed out, I'm real stressed out. Right. Yeah. In some ways, though, you're the worst kind of first kid to have. Uh, I was the last kid. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Because when it's the first kid, the parents go, "Oh, this is a breeze," yeah, and then they and have the a one. terror. Yeah. In the second one. Like, I'm sure most of your serial killers were second kids. <laughs> like, the parents were like, oh, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Dahmer were like, well, Brent's so nice. Yeah. We'll name this one Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the second ones are always the terrors. And like me, I am I was the first one. 
in my family. Yeah. And I was pretty chill. You know, I, I got in some trouble because I got a slick mouth. Mm-hmm. But for the most part. But then my brother came along and it was like. <sighs> <laughs> like he was like he was that kid that you had to like switch schools. Like he can't go oh, here no. anymore. Either you medicate him or you got to leave. <laughs> and they take him somewhere else. And then a the little girl's arm ended up broken. And then you got to take him here. Oh, and goodness. He was I, it, accidental. But he was just too. Blah, 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 like yeah, he was too. All over the place. Yeah, he was wild, man. Like my brother was. He was, yeah. So I think that a lot of the second kids are like that. I think that I think I think that's the way it is a lot of the time too. Yeah, that's even my wife. Like my wife was, I, a lot of people don't know my wife was adopted, mm-hmm. and when they brought her, she was born in Haiti, and they brought her, and uh, she would just lay in the bed quiet, playing with her toes, no problem. <laughs> they said, "This is easy. Let's get more," <laughs> and they got her brother. <laughs> they were like it stops it too <laughs> he was wild so that's you know that's, that's they, were, they actually goes. have a problem i don't think it, ch- check me if i'm wrong brian that we can adopt as americans from russia anymore there's some kind of a problem because we the were russians returning. i believe have closed that yeah because yeah. we were returning right. the children somebody sent yeah. a baby back yeah, yeah. there yeah. was someone there was a woman who sent the baby back on a plane Mm-hmm. With like a note. On yes, right. <laughs> like Godspeed. I, yeah, I, like, I can't do this. I can't handle it. Like a return policy. Yeah. <laughs> Can you even imagine? Just by himself on a plane. And then you, but I remember reading that story, and that kid has some real like developmental that, that, issues and that problems. That happens in orphanages a lot, mm-hmm. just because there's not that one-on-one interaction. So it seems like orphanages are filled with what you consider like a second child syndrome. <laughs> mm, yeah, because th- yeah, because that's been their environment. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's not as popular anymore either. It's foster care and such now. Mm-hmm. So it's more like one-on-one attention. But Brian, you were adopted. I was adopted. And well, still am an, technically. Yeah. Yeah, but yes, yes. <laughs> and from an orphanage. Yes. Well, yeah. we've adopted Brian. Yes, then. we have. And to our hearts. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to need to borrow some money and, and maybe the car <laughs> later. So you, so you, but you were adopted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> there goes Will Jacobs. Will again, again checked out. My second, second. seven second delay. <laughs> Just trying not to shit myself, bro. That's pretty much what I'm doing here. Yeah, we're gonna fast. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to hold those in. That's most of what I'm doing. So you, if I you miss did, what you say, your face though when you walked out of the bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Some of this podcast, I'm gonna be on autopilot. I'm gonna be saying words, but in my brain, I'm like, don't poop, don't poop, don't poop, don't poop, don't poop, don't poop. Like that's gonna be. Whew. Mm. We heard screams of "Oh, the humanity!" Oh. While it was in there. <laughs> I made a big mistake, man. I should have left <laughs> McDonald's. Like, I'm too old to be eating McDonald's that late. You I'm in my mid thirties. There's an age limit to McDonald's. Yes, yes. Like when you're in college, for probably for females too. The walk of shame is like sleeping with a guy you don't really know and walking home. The walk of shame when your thirties is leaving a McDonald's at twelve or one in the morning. <laughs> like you have no business at that age because you know nutritional content and your body yeah, slows down a little you know. bit. More stuff affects it. You can't be eating sodium bombs like that. Mm-hmm. At, you know, like I get heartburn, bubble guts. Like I did all just, but I just wanted it. It's like crack. I just just wanted it. So if I, I eat, it. if I eat pizza before I go to bed, <laughs> I get heartburn. And that Yo. started, I remember it. I went to my mom. It was my 11th birthday. I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> so I've had that like my whole life. I could, there's just, that's such a weird sensation when you're little. Did you ever get heartburn? But there's so many things that when you're little, mm-hmm. you just like don't experience it. So if it happens, you're like, I have no frame of reference for this whatsoever. Yeah. No, I, I I got it older. I didn't get it you when didn't I get was it little. When, I, I feel like most people don't get it. When did you, Brian? When you uh, I started getting it when I was in college, actually. Like, heartburn? Oh, most, yeah, like heartburn. Yeah, I have this weird, I had, well, acid reflux or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. I actually had it last night. I worked late 
and I got home and I could either go to bed now or grab something to eat real quick. And so I decided, you know, I'm going to go to bed now. I had a spoonful of Nutella Ugh. and I was up all night with, with that. Well, well that's what you yeah. get because yeah. Nutella is disgusting. I'd never had that. Nutella? I had never had it. You've uh, never had it? Mm-mm. It's like a hazelnut spread. It It's... It's peanut butter's sad cousin. I don't know. I don't appreciate it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's 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 good. It's good. If you it's like good. chocolate, it's, it's good. I do no, like it's good. Do you like hazelnut? Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna eat some Nutella next yeah, there, week. We and we'll see. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a debate. I did. I had it for the first time two days ago, and I can't stop. It's something it's that people so are obsessed yeah. with, and then I just uh, do. You have a food like that where everyone likes it, and then you're just like, what on earth? I feel that way about s'mores. I don't hate them, but I just I don't, don't understand. Yeah. I used to not get guacamole. Really? I could not understand well, people that, wanting that, that avocado. It's it's this consistency maybe. Yes, well, yes. consistency makes sense, but what about like just a food like taste wise? A, a taste wise, a food taste wise that, that people just people love, love and I don't like. There's so many for me that I need some time because like, yeah. I eat a lot of different stuff. So most things I just I eat too. I'll try everything. I yeah. think I don't understand people who are like, no, I like oh. I like chicken nuggets. I'm gonna order this every day of my life. Yeah. You know, I try everything. Yeah. See, so, me stuff with mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, like especially if I didn't make it or somebody from my family didn't make it. Like if I go to somebody else's house and they have like coleslaw, potato salad, whatever has mayonnaise, creamy stuff in it, or they go, oh, there's ranch in there too. I can't eat it. Don't tell me what's in it. Like creamy white stuff, I can't deal with. Yeah, creamy white stuff, I'm I'm bad with. I don't like coleslaw. Now that you mentioned that, every time I've ever had coleslaw, it has made me sad. KFC coleslaw too? Any coleslaw? Oh man, I just oh uh, uh, coleslaw, yuck. Really? Even the name coleslaw, Coleslaw. like it's not appealing. Nothing Mm. about it. It's good. Yeah. I also, I don't like chocolates c- covered strawberries. I don't understand. I don't hmm. want fruit in my dessert. But I You do. don't like mixing those two worlds. No. I'll, I'll have a pie every once in a while, but eh. Fruit and dessert? Why? Why would you do that? So that uh, Golden Corral fountain, you are not with that. Because well, they got the fountain, chocolate fountain. They do fountain have a fountain. Put the... uh, I'm not, I love chocolate fountains, but I'm not going to put um, like strawberries in it. No? Yeah, I'm going to put a Reese's cup in it. So are you the type of person that when you eat food like it, you don't want it to touch? Oh, no, I just... don't care. what's. I love mixing my food. I like to mix it all together oh. and then eat it all together and then put some drink in my mouth at the same time. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a mixer person. But I just don't, I just don't like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like fruit and vegetables. You know this. And so the idea of putting Generally. it in my dessert, just why? Right. I try to eat fruits. You uh, well, what do you eat any fruit? I eat strawberries and blueberries. Do I enjoy them? No, I like strawberries if I put like a pound of sugar on them, but that defeats oh the God. purpose. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll eat a banana. You, I like it. It's it's kind of like eating just a plain cracker. Mm. I don't understand mm-hmm. um, why you would do that. Mm-hmm. I, that's how I feel about fruit. And some people are like, oh, if you're you you can lose weight or like get fit or something like that, you can eat that as your dessert. Why? Why would I do that? That's yeah. stupid. That's I, not a dessert. Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying with that. I can see what you're saying with that. So, oh, yeah, okay. So, uh, wait, can I just say? Yeah, real yeah quick? listen, listen. I'm, I'm just real proud. He's great. Someone's being super quiet. He's awesome. Yeah. Oh, he's, uh, he's doing a fantastic job. Yeah, it's that lollipop. I got him a and, lollipop and his the size of a planet. Yeah. Be honest, Spencer, you put porn on there, didn't you? <laughs> of course. That's, that'll keep me quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll uh, go ahead and move into the interview. Uh, so, see you on a second. Get 
the hottest comedy hit of the summer, the Comedy Get Down World Tour with Cedric the Entertainer, Dio Hughley, Eddie Griffin, George Lopez, and Charlie Murphy. One hilarious night of comedy with the funniest comedians in the country. Get ready to laugh like you've never laughed before with Cedric the Entertainer, Eddie Griffin, Dio Hughley, George Lopez, and Charlie Murphy. Saturday, August 15th, 8 p.m. in the Time Warner Cable Arena. Get tickets at Ticketmaster. The Comedy Get Down World Tour. It's the best comedy show, period. Here's what's coming up at the Comedy Zone over the next couple of weeks. This weekend, August 14th and 15th, from Tom Joyner's morning show, Huggy Lowdown with Chris Paul. Two shows Friday and Saturday night. Sunday, August 16th, one night only, but two shows from NBC's Undateable and his own Netflix special, It's Chris D'Elia. Moranzio Vance from NBC's Last Comic Standing, Standing, Standing for one night only, Wednesday, August 19th. John Heffron at the Comedy Zone next weekend, August 20th through the 22nd. And the season finale of Funny on the Fly, Sunday, August 23rd at 7 p.m. For a calendar of all the shows coming to the Comedy Zone, and of course to buy tickets, you can go right to the Comedy Zone website at cltcomedyzone.com. To keep up, follow the club on Twitter and Instagram at Comedy Zone CLT, and find us on Facebook. Welcome back. Comedy Zone Podcast. We're going to let this music ride for a little bit, bro. Let that ride for a little bit. Let that bit ride. We got Huggy Lowdown, comedian Chris Paul in the building right now. This is Isaac Hayes. This is the music you play when you headed to do something. You either done caught your girl cheating, you about to go rob a bank, you about to go handle business. Nah, this is the music you listen to when you're riding down to the waterfront. Ooh. You gotta handle some business down at the waterfront. I'll be right back, baby. Yeah, real smooth. I got some people meeting me down there. I'll be right back. Don't worry about me. I'll be right back. They need but, he, but he never returns. He don't come back. He don't come. <laughs> he don't come. It's that last. That last ride. That's the last ride. That's the last ride. <laughs> Welcome, y'all. Thank y'all for coming in, to man. To the strip club. <laughs> and you don't come back. Don't come back. You know them strippers taking them now, man. <laughs> They breaking up Hoppy Holmes, bro. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Well, uh, like I said, man, welcome. I appreciate y'all coming through, man. Hey, man, thank you for man, having this me. This is lovely, bro. Yeah, absolutely, man. This is and some interviews are like a special treat for me. Oh yeah. Like I grew up. First of all, Donnie Simpson, oh. Huggy Lowdown. I went to Howard. Okay, so yeah. I was well, in yeah, D.C. a long town. time, yeah. listening to y'all My every man. morning, man. My man, wow. Yeah. So wow. we feel old. We old. Yeah, y'all heard we you like every Benjamin morning. We like Benjamin Button, bro. We, we like old, Benjamin man. Button the radio right now, bro. <laughs> That's right. Now, how did y'all link up? How did y'all get together and start working together on on the comedy circuit? Yeah, just yeah. on the comedy circuit, you know, doing gigs together and everything. Then we started hanging out. We started writing stuff together and been friends for years, man. And then yeah, we man. both doing. I was already on uh, Donnie Simpson's show out of D.C. And then he brought me on. We had a spot open. We brought Huggy on. He just blew it up. He blew it up to the point where. Tom Joyner, nationally syndicated, came and snatched him Crazy. away. Crazy. Yeah, so I literally went from and one to the NBA, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. big. 
Yeah, it was. Right, he big. took his talents to South Beach. South Beach. <laughs> you know, then we had some lean years <laughs> in now, D.C. Is he, is he different now or is he the yeah, same? I'm different, man, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's definitely different. Yeah. But then, I, I mean, I they wanted me to leave too, but I couldn't leave to go to Tom Joyner because I still had two years left on my contract. Yeah, right. They, you they know, had, they had brothers, the shackles on him, bro. Brothers don't know nothing, man. I mean, I was so young in the game as far as business and contracts and stuff because I was just a stand up before I did radio. Right. And right. so they locked me in. They had me sign a deal which sounded good to me. Mm-hmm. Six right. years? Who the six. hell? Who the hell signs a six-year contract in show business? I mean, I'm locked in for six. You ever heard years. of Bad Boy Records? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the Diddy on that. Us? That's the Diddy. Right? That's the Diddy track. Right there. Shine. <laughs> gave me. I mean, really. So I'm locked in for six years. I mean, so they took Huggy. I had two years left. I had two years. I left. couldn't leave. Then at the end of that two years, though. But when you right. left, bro, it was legendary. Signed with no limit. <laughs> <laughs> like Snoop. <laughs> 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 so Chris left. It was legendary, though, bro. I don't even so, want to know yeah, if you want to talk about. about yeah, talk right. About yeah. I don't talk about. But that now you that. work with ESPN, right? Y'all I, work, I still do Tom Joyner. Okay, and ESPN. And ESPN. That's how cool Tom and them are, man. Tom and my ESPN show is up against Tom in DC, and they let you do both right. because it's sports. Wow. You know, Tom's target audience. Line. You know, yeah. Tom's. You want to know Tom's target audience? Uh, just turn on CNN and wait for Ferguson coverage. That's <laughs> Tom's target audience. Yeah. But I mean the ESPN audience, that's sports. That's you know, that's dudes who wanna men Chris, Chris who wanna talk that, sports. You're getting so. two monies. Yeah, you know, so I'm, that I'm ain't bad. That ain't bad. But I learned my lesson. I signed a fourteen year contract with ESPN. Yeah, <laughs> they got me locked into and the grave. I'll be over in the thirteenth year. <laughs> <laughs> now if y'all could talk a little bit about the DC comedy scene back then. When y'all were back coming then? up. Yeah. Because we don't even know enough about it. Now, yeah, you know what's we crazy? Don't, we don't in know this different school. now. In we DC, they the act like we don't even exist. Though. Right. We had wow. they had classes, you know, graduating classes. Um, I came under a different class. Chris actually came under what? Uh, uh, who? Who? Chris? Well, I came in. I I started doing stand up back in 1986 when I was in high school. Wow. Wow. My wow. senior year of high school, I was I was. Going downtown. I mean, to, I was doing comedy, comedy in school in junior high school, but I wasn't doing it professionally. I was going to comedy clubs with fake IDs, and uh, wow. then right after I started, a couple months after me, Dave Chappelle started. He was real. I was so, uh, no, so I did it in high school. Then I went away to college, mm-hmm. came back, you know, after a semester, and tried to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I don't want to get in that story either. At University yeah. of Phoenix. I don't want to get in that story. Either. <laughs> I got kicked out of a online college. <laughs> Was for, cheating. <laughs> for cheating, he catch me cheating. I, I didn't know they were. Oh, I didn't know they were watching me. <laughs> Who knew they were watching? My dad is a snitch. <laughs> had an honor code. <laughs> had the whole honor code. Right. I lost my football Madden scholarship and everything. <laughs> but I won't get into that either. So anyway, yeah. so I went to college, came back, then I started doing stand up again. Right after I, I got into it seriously, then Dave Chappelle started. He was so young in high school, his mama would take him to the gig. And then she'd ask me, can you drive Dave home? Because she, wow. she was a pastor. She had to go home. Wow. So I had to drive Dave home. So you were Dave Chappelle Uber. Right. <laughs> and you know funny how life is? And, and I like to tell young my sons this story about Dave Chappelle also. I remember when Dave was, he was just in high school. And his biggest concern was, there was another guy who was in his high school. Mm-hmm. And on a ride home, he told me, he said, man, this one kid, man, he, cause Dave was a very smart comic even then, right. you know, great writer and everything, right. but he's not the kind just to show out to be showing right. out. Right. You know, some okay. dudes in school, all they want to do is, loud is, mouth. is, is clown people and stuff right. like that. So that loud guy, mouth kid in school, everybody thought he was the funniest and, and a comedian, but he's not. Yeah. 
And so they didn't give Dave any respect for being a comedian. And that was weighing on his heart. And I told him, I said, Dave, that won't even matter. I said, trust me, I'm out of high school now. The stuff that you think is important, and we all know this, stuff right. that we thought was important in high Man, school. Back then, don't, right. right. And, but, I mean, and look at him now. But that brother went on to star in a whole lot of stuff, though, bro. That brother who was? The, the, the one who was the big clown in yeah. school? Oh, did he? Yeah, I saw, uh, what was that? Get on the bus? You saw him and get on the bus? Or you saw him huh. get on the bus? <laughs> Same thing. So right. catching the bus? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I started with that class, came right after Martin Lawrence. I, bro, I'm telling you. The, the very wow. first time, let me tell you, in high school, the very first time I snuck down there and went to open mic, I saw Martin Lawrence come on stage. Martin Lawrence was an open micer. And when I tell you, blew me away. What blew me away about it was just his, and you know, a lot of black comics in particular had this confidence thing about them, this swagger thing on stage. Uh-huh. I mean, of all the comics who got on the open mic, he got up there like he was already a star. And he was just an open micer. Wow. But he believed in himself that much, not to mention the fact that he was like the only one cursing. <laughs> that was another thing. I mean, nobody else was cursing on stage back then. That was that whole uh, evening at the improv oh, that uh, kind time of when, yeah. when, uh, mm-hmm. when that was big on TV and everything. And he was coming hard with it then. Mm. And he was just a star right then. And first, same thing. First time I saw Tommy Davidson, same thing. Star. Wow. DC's had some serious people serious sleep talent. on DC's legacy, man. Right. In terms of comedy and how much talents come, come out on. of it, man. Tommy Davidson, Dave Chappelle, Martin Lawrence, Wanda Sykes, come Chris on. Paul, Huggy Lowdown. Yeah. Come on, oh, yeah. they put us in the same category, bro. But I tell people in DC, they, they don't even. They, I don't even know if they know that we're, we're not even a part of the DC comedy scene now because we're never performing in DC. We do it like once a, once a year once at the improv. Year. We do it. And, uh, you know, and, and, it's, and, it's, and, and it sells out. So you don't want to be everywhere when you've got that thing like that right. where you can just perform. And plus, we're always traveling every week, every weekend practically doing this. But you hear all the time. They got like some D.C. Comedy Awards, D.C. Legends Awards. Nobody. We're not even considered. It's like, they don't mention you. Because right. they don't even they also don't even see us out and about. We're not even we're not even the guys that go hang out in the comedy club on the yeah, weekend and stand in the know. back. Wow. I never get to a comedy club in D.C. You know how those brothers are now, man, you know, <laughs> move to those cul-de-sacs. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's <laughs> get the haircuts at the malls now, you know. I've just never been a guest spot dude. Yeah, you know, man. you got other cats who just show up at a, every time somebody's headline, they just show up. Yeah. Can I do? Can I do five yeah, minutes? Wow. You know, they're, they're, cats, they're, the, one, they're the ones in it for the ass. Yeah, that's they, why they're they in show business. Oh man, look at all the ladies. Man, there's some ladies. Hey man, let me get a guest. Let me get a guest spot. Give me a shout out. Give me yeah. Give me a shout out. Let everybody know I'm up in here. Now with the with the huggy lowdown. That persona, mm-hmm. did you have that way back then, or that came along and developed? Well, no, I didn't have it back then, bro. It, it was a, it was a, uh, a spot we had to do. But he was legendary before that. Before that, before he was that. a comedian named Sam I Am. Right. Sam I Am mm-hmm. was blowing stuff up. That's why so many comics, when they find, <laughs> when they found out that Huggy was Sam I Am, right. they couldn't believe it. Right. Wow. Yeah, because a whole lot of people didn't know. A right. whole lot of people didn't know. I just let Kevin Hart know that. Who he, didn't I know. Was. he didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know. He found out, man. Tom, he found out. And he was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm just hearing that now. Right. I didn't know he was that like, "What?" That's funny. Cause he know me as, and yeah, I knew right. him as little kid. Right. Same you thing know? when you work with Mike Epps. All those cats. Nobody knew he was Huggy Lowdown. They thought he was Sam I Am. Right. Because I was what doing, happened to Sam I Am? I was doing the character, and uh, you know nobody knew it was me for like how long? Two years. 
You know, because it was all, it was something on the Donnie Simpson show that we did just to, because he could have, I, I mean, looking back on, I guess he could have just been Sam I Am, but mm-hmm. we were trying to create something to cause some kind of, you know, come some kind of mystery. mystery. Who is this guy? Yeah. What does he look like? Right. Nobody knew what he looked like. So when he first came out doing stand-up as Huggy, which was just doing the jokes of Sam I Am, wow. so everybody's like, hey, look, Huggy is hilarious. He's just doing Sam I Am's material. <laughs> That's right. what that is. You had some people saying, Huggy's stealing from Sam I Am. <laughs> hey, the same person. Right, because he would go up on stage and he would have on these dark shades and a hat and, and oh, color, gear, colorful man. clothing. Oh, so one time we had the gear. I, I had the... We had background singers. We had a yeah. When Huggy first toured, it was with a live band. band. It was oh, a live wow. band. So you made like, a whole show for like a six years. Show out of six years performing with a band. He would wear le- all leather. <laughs> he was up there high. Was, he just he just now got over that yeast infection. Yeah, <laughs> all leather. <laughs> I remember the last time I wore them leather pants, man. I had a Lenny Kravitz moment. Oh, man. yeah. yeah. Rip, they ripped on you? Yeah. Ripped on me, man. Yeah. That poor lady sitting up front. <laughs> but she said your show was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that style, did that come from She asked me members? when I was coming back. <laughs> <laughs> did that come from family or where did you, where, what influenced that style from I don't you? know. My, my, my mother... What are you talking about, Faz? The, the gift of comedy? Not the gift of comedy, but just that uh, Sam I Am kind of style. Like, did that come from people in the neighborhood or uncle you heard that the huggy sound ca- like something? Being huggy? Or right. Being, oh, uh, yeah, how did you transition? He said, how do you transition into being huggy when you've been Sam I Am all this time? Because there was a big difference between it. it and was. as a matter of fact, we had talked about what he was going to do when he came on Donnie's show the first day. Mm-hmm. We knew what he was going to do, but... As far as how he was going to talk. Right. That, so it wasn't until the microphone opened and Donnie said, Huggy Lowdown. All of a sudden, he, the voice just came just out. Just came out. And, and that that's was what it. I had to right. With, right. We had never, I'd never heard it before. Right. Wow. And I had talked to him just before he's going to go on the air. Okay, Sam, here we go. Let's see, you know, what's the deal? That wasn't even planned. Right. Wow. Now, your stand-up is really good even outside of that. Right. Do you ever feel like people try to box you in? Like, oh, do, do Huggy, do Huggy, and, and won't let you do what you do? Well, I'm going I'm to do Huggy. I mean, I'm, I am Huggy. That's the thing. Huggy is Sam I am now. Right. It's, it's the same person. It's not. Right. It's no longer a character. Right. Like, he used to walk around in disguise. He, he, he doesn't even wear a disguise <laughs> right. no more. Not at all. Right. They know, yeah, so that's crazy. I mean, I, I was pushing him for so many years, man. Get out of that, man, you know? Just right. be you. Right. I said, you have no power in show business if nobody knows who you are. Right. If you're always going to be a mysterious because character. Because of the radio. Right. He, he did that one time because we was walking through the airport and nobody knew who we were. They knew me. They were coming up to me saying, Chris uh, Paul. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> right. They were saying, Chris Paul. And I'm like, I said, it's crazy, man. you got more listeners than anybody else on the Tom Joyner show. He's the number one segment on the Tom Joyner show. But when you walk to the airport in Atlanta... Don't know about him. I mean, a couple dudes knew who he was, but I don't want to get into that. Like, oh, really? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, really? You're going to hit me with it? I'm kidding. Oh, really? This early. Hey, you would have hit me first. Oh, uh, that's best. You would have got me first. But no, I mean, walking through Atlanta, you know, with black people everywhere. I'm like, are you kidding me? All Because the people come up to me and they're like, I love you on time during the show, blah, blah. Nobody said, bruh, really? Because they, they don't know what you look like. They go to your show and don't know what you look like. Well, they know now because yeah, now they know now. Yeah, now the TV show and everything they see him now, but now he's just he's just owning and it's it's, you're not a character anymore. Right, your name is just Huggy Lowdown, but you're still the same person. You ever miss when people didn't know you? Like sometimes that fame, just family, (laughs) just just family, yeah. (laughs) He still wears the disguise when he goes. Yeah, it's a damn shame you can't break up with your family. (laughs) Hey, look here. Uh, <laughs> this kinship is not working out. Wait till they find out he's huggy. 
<laughs> I know, right? They're going to want somebody. Yeah. Now, when, now, how did Bama of the Week start? That Because a lot of people done took from that. You yeah. see different things. They got the donkey of the day and yeah. this and yeah. that. Yeah, this yeah. yeah. That. We've been yeah. doing Bama of the Week for years, man. Yeah. How did y'all come up with that? Uh, just, just people, celebrities. Doing dumb stuff. D- doing dumb stuff. And at the end of the week, we have a wrap-up we call Contenders, you know. <laughs> And what they do, and we we put them in a pot, you know. And then whoever wins, like, win it. It's like a lot of times when we're creating stuff, me and Huggy, we try to go by the philosophy, and then what? So if we have this, and then what? So every day on Huggy's segment, when we're trying to come up with what he's going to talk about, right. we talk about this person, and then we talk about that person the next day. And we talk about because it's a gossip segment. Right, right. So then eventually, after doing that for like a year and a half, it was like, okay, and now what? Because we do the same thing. It's the same thing now. Right. So what if at the end of the week there was one person of all the people we talked about that was a bigger Bama than everybody we talked we, we about? We crowned right. the Bama. Right. right. So and, and then what? And now he's pushed it since then and has continued that philosophy and then what? So now he's doing another segment on Tom Show every day. Now he's on twice a morning. Wow. We're at set we're at uh 7:30. He's on at 8:30 Eastern right. doing uh, his regular segment at 7:30. He's doing a recap of whatever the hottest show on television that night was. That segment is about to be more popular than 8.30 segment. A recap. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a recap. It's just the same with, with a twist. Mm-hmm. You know, we just putting, we just doing, we doing what everybody else is doing, but we got a twist to it. You got your own spin you to gotta, it. You got to put a spin to it cause to keep people hostage because it's, it's, there's so much stuff. People to take can, their attention. Yeah. Right. You know, you know how it radio is. hot in is. here. It's get, is it getting hot? It's so hot, Bill Cosby could run a lemonade stand in oh, here. Successfully. <laughs> Successfully. Successfully. Oh, not Bill. We, not we Bill. I knew this was going to happen. Not Bill. And the ladies would be lined up. Not Bill. They would be lined up. That's how hot it is in here. Now, we got y'all two in here, so I got to ask y'all about some current events. Okay. We just talked a little bit about Caitlyn Jenner. Who? What? Caitlyn, Bruce Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner now. Okay. What's the take on that whole situation? Oh, you talking about Braylon? Braylon? You call oh, Caitlyn. Okay, okay, I'll put the names together, bro. Braylon. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, is Caitlyn? Caitlyn Jenner is out more than than Bruce used to be. Right. Caitlyn is everywhere. Caitlyn is a bigger star than Bruce ever man. was. I mean, Caitlyn Jenner is free to do what Caitlyn Jenner wants to do. They don't even have keeping up with the Kardashians anymore. It's called I am Kate. Plus I am eight. Kate. <laughs> right. <laughs> I am Kate. But people are bailing on that show. Yeah. They're bailing on it. The show had like 2.4 million viewers the first week. Uh-huh, the uh-huh. second week, half, 1.2. Uh-huh. And people were saying after they that the show was putting them to sleep. Mm. So people would actually watch Caitlyn Jenner, then tuck themselves in. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Got it! <laughs> Got it! These nuts! Got it! Got it! <laughs> So let me hit y'all with another one. Can Donald does Donald Trump have a chance? Oh, two pay fiasco? <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Cause it seemed like the more crazy stuff he said. Donald's being Donald. The more Republican. Donald ain't it. even coming the political route. Donald is in his own lane, bro. I love it. He I love it, bro. It's in his there own is lane. no way in hell Donald Trump is an elected president. You ain't gonna say. But just, to, just in case, I'm building a rocket in my basement. <laughs> rocket, I'm taking man. my ass. Go, I'm taking my going, ass Chris? to Mars. <laughs> I'm going to Amsterdam. Rocket <laughs> man. <laughs> now what? Now I don't know, man. Who, 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 who would his running mate be, bro? 
I mean, he's saying nice things about Sarah Palin. No, I think, talk- I think Monica Lewinsky. Uh-oh. Monica Lewinsky and Donald Trump? I mean, she just had a lot of experience in the White House, bro. That's true. <laughs> she know how to get things you said, done. You, you read her book? No, I haven't read her book yet. Yeah, uh-huh. She got a book out. After all these years of holding it in, <laughs> now she won't spit it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too soon? <laughs> no, it's not too soon. Now, how, now, how do y'all, now this is a question I want to ask you. How do you all deal with tragedies that involve, like the Bobby Christina thing? Is that something, are there certain things you say, I won't touch that, or you still look for? No, nah, I mean, in my segment, I don't, anything nah. that's really tragic like that, I don't touch it. I mean, Tom and them, they have more room throughout the four-hour show to really deal with stuff like that. Right. And they've already let us know they don't want us to go down that lane. Now, I, I will deal with something serious that happens. Right. You know, if it is serious, it's like uh, when, when, when our people are rioting over something or where there's some injustice mm. going on, I right. will deal with that seriousness. Right, but right. Seri- tragedy of loss of life of a celebrity or something like that, you stay away from it. You stay in your lane because you understand that what you are there for, your purpose is to lighten people's mourning. Right. And, mm. you know, and, and people need that. So Tom and them will handle that kind of heavy lifting and everything, but then they want to turn it over for my segment or the Huggy segment right. to try and give people a smile. Okay, right. okay. And that's, yeah, a yeah. Diff- that's different than stand-up. Right, right. Stand-up is a different kind right. of a different and, and see, it, You know, this, this, is how, this is how long we've been in the game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we understand that, and so many cats don't understand this. It's just like when you're playing ball, you don't have to take every shot. Some comics are like they have to take if they feel like they have to take a make a joke about a, a, every a single greedy, thing. Right, like right. doing an interview like this, you have to always be on joke time right. and force every shot. Right. Like if if you brought up a tragedy like Bobby Christina, mm-hmm. someone someone young and inexperienced in here feel like they got to like you're looking for a joke. You you didn't you weren't right. asking for a right. joke when you asked that question. They're trying but to find a like, joke. In I the got to take it right now. Take it's my a I'm four a, shot. Right. I'm gonna throw up a shot. No, you right. don't have to throw up a shot right. every time. Sometimes right. you can just say something thoughtful and intelligent about something and then wait to wait till the next opportunity. You have to swing at every pitch. Right. You know, so you don't That's swing at a pitch. You don't swing at a pitch like Bobby Ooh. Christina. It's just not worth Ooh. it. Brother got a lot of sports analogies over there. That's why he had that yeah, radio you got show. That, yeah, that, the sports right. now. Mm-hmm. Now, what? Here's, here's a topic. People want y'all to change your team's name. They said the, the Redskins is derogatory. It's defamatory. I mean, I'll be honest. We've been losing so much. I'm pushing to change our name to the Washington Meek Mills. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We ain't that's that how, bad, that's bro. How many we can't L- be that bad. <laughs> that's bro. how bad we are right now. <laughs> oh, back. <laughs> so, RG3, is he going to I mean, is he gonna do it this year or what? I this is the last so, year. Either you're going to do it this year so. or not. I think he will. I, I don't know because I'm an Eagles fan, so I hope not. Well, we're sorry to hear that, bro. Nah, he's <laughs> are you an Eagles fan? Where you, you're, where you originally from? I grew up ten minutes from Philly. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's so that was my where, where 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 Meek grew up at. Yeah, yeah. Meek I was tough 10 on the from city. Philly. I so, wanna I wanna talk so to Delaware. Yeah, I grew up partly. I was in Chester, Pennsylvania, <laughs> and then a little bit in Delaware. Okay, my so grandmother Meek lived Mills there. is really Chester Mills. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that you were an Eagles fan because you got a ring on. Oh, see. (laughs) Always bring up the Lombardis, man. That's not that shot. But RG3, this is his last shot, bro. He's, he's got to get – I mean, right. it's getting so bad, even brothers are starting to turn on him. I mean, brothers <laughs> brothers in D.C. have really been uh, giving his home address to ISIS. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, at least don't decapitate him. Just cut the braids. Just cut the braids. <laughs> he won't get rid of them braids, nah, man. I don't, nah. He won't get rid of those know, braids, bro. bro. Even AI is clean now. Yeah. <laughs> AI, AI, once AI cut his braids, everybody should have cut their braids. Yeah. That's and it. Carmelo. Carmelo, Carmelo cut his braids. Everybody. 
And that Braden business used to be huge. Can oh, it used to be oh, huge. Man. AI. <laughs> Hey, I used to get his braids tightened up at the game. At the game. Bench, on I the used bench. to go to Sixers games, and he'd be on the bench during a timeout getting his braids done. Right. Wow. Right there, and they let him do wow. it. Right. So, I mean, uh, this is his last shot, bro. They let RG3 get away with too much his first year, too. Dad in the locker room. Come on. Like, come on. Yeah. He, you know? He, he's at the training camp now. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll see. He's like, he's like Puffy, like Puffy, but it's. I heard he's at the training camp. They tried to hit the coach with a kettlebell. <laughs> take that, take that. <laughs> well, look, we we out of time here, man. But thank y'all so much for coming, hey, bro. Hey, thank you for having us, brother, man, and continued success to you, man, and everything you do. I mean, we've heard nothing but great things about you since we got to Charlotte, man. So we 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 just hope you live a blessed life and have a wonderful career, man. You're you're the smart cat, intelligent cat. It's not easy. Not everybody can do what you do, bro. So keep doing it and do it to the highest possible level, bro. Man, I appreciate much success, bro. And the same to y'all. And we'll be checking y'all out this weekend and on the radio all the time, my man. Absolutely, bro. All right, appreciate y'all. All right. We'll be back. You can follow Huggy Lowdown on Twitter at Huggy Lowdown DC. That's the best way to keep up with his shows and dates. Chris Paul is at Chris Paul Comedy on the Twitter. You can keep up with us at the Comedy Zone Podcast by following us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and finding our brand new Facebook page. Search for the Comedy Zone Podcast on Facebook. We'll put up exclusive pics from the shows and links from each week's shows on that page. As for the crew, Will Jacobs is at I am Will Jacobs. Spencer Taylor is at Spencer Taylor, S-P-E-N-C-A-T-A-Y-L-A. I'm at NC Balto 72. Remember to check out the show on iTunes and Stitcher. On iTunes, make sure you subscribe and rate us and leave a review. It's the best way to help the show continue to grow. And while you're at it, go ahead and tell your friends about us. Welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. That was a lot. That interview was great. I, I had a lot of fun with that interview. Two, uh, two DC legends, really, man, coming in and hanging out with us, talking a little bit about a bunch of different stuff. So that was that was a lot of fun. Shouts out to them for coming through. Woohoo! Yes. Now I want to talk a little bit about something new happening in the Jacobs household. Oh my goodness! Yes, my wife and I are going to church on Sundays and Bible study on Wednesdays. Oh man, so it's a two-day thing. This is two days a week, and this is a major, major transition for me because I went from going no times ever, really, <laughs> to two times a week. And what, and what inspired that? Was it her idea? Or? Well, actually, I she had. To- I've been looking for a church. I used to go to church in in Delaware before I moved down here, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been looking for one. My wife had a church that she was uh, attending. And I went once, and I didn't really vibe with it all that much. Okay. So I was like, ah, I'll keep looking for one. Well, two or three years later, I still don't have one. So I was talking to my coworker, and she was like, well, what do you have a church? What church do you go to? And I said, I'm still looking for one. And she said, well, how long have you been here? And I said, about three and a half, four years. And she was like, you've been looking all that, that <laughs> every week? You're looking? Actively. Yeah. Right. And I said, oh, I've been to a ton of them. She said, name them, and I named like three. And she was like, okay, so you're not looking yeah. for it. So I said, you know what? You're right. I said, I'll go back to my wife's maybe. In the meantime, until we find one. 
Well, my wife told me that there, were, there was some gospel singer she wanted to see that week. So I said, I'll come with you and check them out. And then I went, and then the pastor spoke, and it just spoke to me. Oh, yeah? Like it just seeped in. Hit you. It hit me. And I said, okay, I'm going to come Wednesday also. So I went Wednesday after work, and uh, he just went into some stuff. And I'm like, man, I wish I would have thought about this stuff like 10 years ago. Like he was talking about stuff with marriages, and one of the, one of the big messages he had, and it, it applies generally. He was just like women's, uh, when it comes to intimacy, right, mm -hmm. women's bodies follow their mind. He said a lot of times when you see women cheating on a spouse or something like that, it's the guy at work that listens to her. Mm-hmm. It's the you know the husband that doesn't have time for uh, sports centers on. He don't want to hear her crap, whatever else. And then at work, there's a guy that will listen, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden she falls in love with his mind, and eventually her body follows. Men, on the other hand, compartmentalize, and it's like I could just get done with a ferocious argument with you, and it's like okay, so you want to do it? Like it doesn't, yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't it doesn't matter. We don't need that headspace. Oh, okay. And that, and that yeah. So he he said that. And I thought a lot about it. And I'm like, man, I better start listening to my wife more. I mean, <laughs> start <laughs> my job is like my job to me is boring. So when she says I was work, I was fine. You know, whatever. Yeah. I don't have much to say. But now I come home because I'll be doggone if some brother at work is listening to her. Talking Let to me her. tell you something. No, yeah. It, it cannot go down like that. I'm not going to lose her because of that. Like, I like this edited version of Will Jacobs. Yeah, I'll, be yeah, I'll be dog I'll be dog. Golly G. Willikers. My I'm, getting my, I'm getting my Ned Flanders on right now. <laughs> Golly G. Willikers. I'll tell you what. <laughs> tell you what. But yeah, so I won't I won't let it go down like that. And and the, and the pastor said, he said, if, you, if your spouse cheats, let it be because they're greedy, not because they're hungry. Huh. And I said, huh. So as soon as we got home, I said, Spent so how was treat. your day? Let's talk about <laughs> your day right now as long as you want. Aww. Yeah, I can't play those games, man. I'm too old to be losing my lady. That's I can't go back out there, bro. Like, I, I pushed all the chips in. You know, like, I don't, I'm not the same man I was 10 years ago. I can't be back out there unless I'm rich. You don't want to go back out there. It's, yeah. it's a dark place. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but I know people <laughs> who are out there, and they're, they're, it's 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 brutal out there. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't need it. So that's, that's what we talked about, and it... And it transitioned over into a lot of, e even the way like me and my wife's crushes yeah. are different. Like men, because women have like, like I might ask my wife, who's your crush? You know? Yeah. Who do like you, a who celebrity you? crush? Yeah. Or, or just women and men generally. Like you might ask your lady, who's your crush? Not even, don't even, you don't have to even say celebrity. You just say, who's your crush? Oh, uh, Boris Kojo, Idris Elba, Leonardo DiCaprio, blah, 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 blah. Because there's all these things that they like about them, right? Mm -hmm. And then you ask a man, who's your crush? Uh, the, the, um, this girl that works at Zaxby's off of uh, Tryon, <laughs> the girl in the drive-thru, there's the one that delivers the mail on Wednesdays, and then, <laughs> there's, you know what I mean? Like, And there's a, a meter maid that was giving me a ticket. <laughs> I haven't seen her again, but she's, we have crushes like that. You know, like, just so, everyone, all just the time. Right, because it's so carnal. Where with women, there's an image and a swagger and a bunch of different things that go into it. With us, it's like the girl at Dunkin' Donuts. The way the powder dust from the donut sits on her boobs. Yeah, <laughs> just it get you know, like it's so we're just we're different that way. And mm. that's how we we have to work to satisfy each other in different areas. So maybe she has to work to satisfy me physically in certain areas and I gotta work to stimulate her mind. I gotta work harder to do that. So that was the big message that I took away. And I'm just thinking like all the times, the times I've been cheated on, it, it was always the, the couple of times that it's happened. It was a coworker. Oh, really? It was somebody that one of my exes, I wasn't giving them attention. I wasn't paying them any mind. I was running the streets. Yeah. And there was that guy that would listen. 
that was and, just there. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, like I and, and that, that really that was half a '90s R&B. Every song was like, "Your man shouldn't treat you like that. You deserve better than that." <laughs> There's a guy in your lady's ear, like, and that's what you don't realize because you're so busy not listening to her that you don't pick up the fact that there is a dude at work or somewhere that is happy to sit down and listen to how her day was. Yeah. And then she's gonna complain about you, and he's gonna listen to that. Oh, you don't deserve that. That's the. When, let me tell you something. <laughs> When a guy tells your lady you don't deserve that and she sinks her head a little bit, it's over. You can forget it. You, did, did that little head sink? If she goes, no, no, he's a good man, that's one thing, and her head raises. But when she says it and her head sinks a bit, you, you almost, it's pretty much done. You're critical condition. You know what I mean? So I don't want to put myself in the position where a brother can sneak up and do that to me. Sneak. I like sneak the idea up. that he's just like sneaking up. Yeah. And you know the guy. He's been, sometimes he's been at your house. You've been to the company picnic and song. And he <laughs> see, I don't takes relate to this because I don't I don't have coworkers. The, oh well see, yeah, for you it's just you and you and the little homie. So Yeah, I don't no one to talk to. But that's um that's really a message. It's a message for the men and I guess of the women to a degree, but we can get so caught in our own heads, particularly with what we do as entertainers, mm-hmm. that it, that becomes so big to you that everything else kind of falls by the wayside. Yeah, you forget. Man, and you gotta work to not let it. And, yes. Uh-huh. And you gotta, gotta to you got and there's is interesting too yeah like you just want to talk about jokes you're working on stage and i did this and this and that and the other person's like okay well you're gonna ask about my day no i was not (laughs) i didn't plan on it yeah now that you brought it up i'll snippy about it i guess so how was work (laughs) 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 oh you sat in a cubicle fascinating yeah that's oh wow that's that's so uh (laughs) that's so impressive so that's those are the two big takeaways that's a good that's a good take-home message i think i'm going to be a better husband because i don't know how close i was to some brother being able to do that but there was a guy at work she was talking about and she's like, such and such says this and such and such says that. So he might have been the guy that was eventually yeah, going to snap. Been tr- the- yeah. And I don't think women even know. Like, I don't think women go, I'm going to go do this. Yeah. They're not like looking for it. Yeah. Because when you when you talk to a woman that's ever stepped out on her man, she's always like, uh, oh, it was this guy. And we talked over time and months went by and eventually it just it just happened. Yeah. You talk to dudes and it's like, yeah, man, this girl I met Wednesday. <laughs> oh, man. She, you know, I met her at the, you know, whatever. And then Thursday it just happened. She It'd be like one day. Yeah. She they were there. And I was there. So and that's how it happened. So we got to I don't know. I guess my biggest takeaway was we got to really work at relationships. You don't just you're not just in them like you really have to really have to work, work at them. So. But we got we got another great segment coming up. I'm oh, yeah, very I, excited I about this. Yeah, I, I, I'm very excited about this. Let's go ahead and hit the theme song. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. That's right, y'all. We dropping knowledge on today's podcast. We got a segment we got called Cal's Corner. We got Killer Cal about to take the headphones and and, and get busy. Cal, tell tell the people a little something. How you feeling today, Cal? How are you, man? Good. Cal is good. Yeah, Cal, how you feeling? Good. Good. This is good. Good. That's right. So how did you enjoy the pocket? Did you have fun today, Cal? Yeah. Did we do a good job? Did Spencer do a good job? Yeah. And what what did you do? What did you do today while we were in here talking? Uh, you saw you played with your toys. Yeah. I saw you standing out on stage and you got the microphone. Did you talk a little bit? 
You had fun? Yeah. Oh. Did you sing a song? Yeah. <laughs> what song did you sing? I say B C. A B C D. Yeah. Oh, can we sing that? You want to sing that now? Mm-hmm. Sing it, bud. B B C D E F G. Uh huh. A I J K and Benjamin B. Oh. Keep going. You got more. You're doing great. K O S T U V W X Y Q. Good job. Good job, Cal. And on cue, I like that. You want to give Will some advice? Yeah. Okay. Let's think of a question for Will and he'll give. Okay. Should Will pay attention to his wife more? Yeah. Mm. And do you think Will's wife should look for someone else? Yeah. Oh, Cal. (laughs) (laughs) Kill. Cutting deep. Do you think think Will's wife could do better, probably? Yeah. (laughs) 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 So you think the guy from work might take her from me? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's it. I'm sold. I'm sold. That's it. I've seen the light. Between the pastor and Killer Cal. Okay. I I understand now. So did you have fun with us today? Yeah. And I saw two trains. You saw Choo Choo Train? You saw Choo Choo Train? Yeah. Where? It was so loud, wasn't it? Yeah. Outside. Outside, you saw it. Yeah. Are you gonna come see us again? Yeah. Uh oh, you didn't look too sure, Cal. You just (laughs) you're gonna come see us again. You gonna come back out with us? Yeah, and I'm gonna see the uh, choo choo train. You're gonna say hello to the choo choo train? No. Oh, too loud. Hey, is Will Jacobs a boy? Yeah. How do you know he's a boy? Am I a boy? No, you're a girl. I am a girl. I'm a lady. When you grow up, are you going to wear a bra? No. Yes, sir. Yeah? Can you say, thank you for listening to the Comedy Zone podcast? Daddy, thank you for listening to podcast today. That was today, close enough. All right. Yay, there we job, go. Buddy. And we will see y'all next week. Good job, Cal. Yeah, good job. Pump it. Pop it. Boom. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) We'll see y'all next week. Bye, everyone. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Hepburn, Lisa Barr, and Brian Baltashevitz. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>